What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Chicago Bulls Central. Uh, I'm your host, Hayes. You have found yourself at the number one spot for all Chicago Bulls-related news and content. And on today's episode, we will be talking about the Bulls' loss against the Memphis Grizzlies. Their concurrent four-game losing stretch, they've lost five out of their last six. We'll talk about some of that, Vooch's struggles, and the week ahead that lays, that lays out there for the Bulls. We'll get into all that and some more right after this. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls lost to the Grizzlies in a game that, especially in the first half, they didn't look great defensively. Now, they did look better defensively in some spots, but what we're really seeing is a few different things out here. And again, this is not to excuse, this is to identify. First off, it's it's way easier for teams now to double uh, DeMar DeRozan when you don't have other threats out there like a Zach Levine. And even though Kobe and Io have, have very well stepped up for their scoring in the starting lineup as they shouldn't, we expected them to. It's still not the same as having those threats come off the bench, Zach, Lonzo being in the starting lineup. Now, I know, and I've seen the comments from some Lonzo stands and talking about, listen, it's not just Lonzo just being here and the Bulls, that's not the problem here. Everybody wants to try to identify the problem at pinpointing it on one thing. For some of the Lonzo fans, they pinpoint it on, oh, well, things should be ran through Lonzo, even though he hasn't been here the last two games. Things should be ran through Lonzo more. For the DeMar haters, it's, oh, DeMar goes into isolation too much, not really taken into consideration at times. This Bulls offense just watches DeMar, and they don't move without the ball, and that's some things Billy Donovan needs to get in handle as well. Um, and then also, Vooch struggles. And I get into Vooch a little bit more heavy in the second in the second topic because I want to talk about Vooch's stats while some people try to shit on him. And again, it's not to say that he's the perfect player, but again, all of our struggles here aren't on any one player, any one thing. It's a combination of everything going out here. But with that being said, four losses in the row for the Bulls. They still sit in first place because of, of losses by the Nets and Bucks last night. Heat have moved up to the second place team. They're hot. They may We may have to look out for them. But with all that being said, the fact that the Bulls still sit in first and months of time where other Eastern Conference teams, big Eastern Conference teams are losing games as well. Once this team, and they're way healthier than the Bulls. Again, no team is, is really fully healthy after the season starts. But when the Bulls, I, I think for everyone thinking that that the, the, the sky is falling or the, everything's on fire at this point, really need to take a look at like how the competition around the Bulls. Yes, we lost big to the Nets. Yes, we got blown out by the Warriors. Nobody's, nobody's trying to ignore those facts, factors and things. But when you really look at where the Bulls sit amongst their competition, whereas their competition has gotten more healthy, the Bulls, yes, they dealt with their COVID issues. We've gotten less healthy. And as we start getting these players back, I do trust the Bulls' uh, ability to get back into being competitive in every single game that they play. That's just me. I know every Bulls fan does not believe or, or fall in type that in, inside that mindset, and that's fine. You don't have to. But really looking at this at this Bulls uh, team, especially in that Boston game, the Bulls just didn't have enough to get over the hump. Yes, they had a lead going into the fourth quarter. They had a lead with a few minutes left in the fourth quarter, and you would like to see them had sealed that victory. But again, because it's easier to guard the Bulls right now, I think that you're seeing some of those things. At the end of the day, the effort needs to be there. We had great effort in the Boston Celtics game, not as much in this Grizzlies game. Yes, we didn't match up the best. Yes, Steven Adams is one of the strongest people in the league, and seeing him carry Tony Bradley the way he did was hilarious. But with all that being said, I still have faith that once this team is get once this team gets back healthy, we have more than enough to compete in the Eastern Conference. And you know, it's going to be interesting to see all the all the sky is falling Bulls fans, how that narrative changes once we get back healthy and we get back to playing the level of basketball that we were playing before. Now, even with that being said, the Bulls do need to again, the zone has always been an issue for us. 
Um, our 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 length and size sometimes is an issue with us, issue for us in certain matchups. And then also the ball movement. This team is way more dangerous when we get the ball moving around. But last night's game against the Memphis Grizzlies, DeMar had a terrible first half. Vooch had a terrible game overall. And so when you're dealing with a completely depleted uh, roster, which the Bulls do, and you get duds, uh, well, one half dud from one of your key players and an overall dud from uh, your second key player in Vooch, where he was only two for 13, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to win a game with having, um, especially if you don't have Zach and Zoe out there. Um, but we're close to getting back healthy. We know Alex Caruso should be back by the game Wednesday. Javante Green, even though he pa- practiced with the Windy City Bulls, seems like his groin uh, injury isn't as healed up, so he probably won't be back Wednesday. We're remaining to see what's going on with Zach. I know they said he'll be reevaluated in a week. I believe that was either Friday or Saturday. So there's a big chance that he may miss the Bucks game. Now, Zach's competitive nature, he's played through injuries before in this season. Maybe he comes back and he feels like he has to play that game, or maybe they play him for a handful of minutes to see. That will remain to be seen. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And I'll talk about the Bulls week ahead. But overall, in this game, the Bulls needed to show better effort. And it does suck to see you know this team have this many losses when we were just riding high on a nine-game winning streak. But again, everything considered, um, yes, the Bulls could have played much better, not making excuses for that. But at the end of the day, I trust that this team is going to get back on track, especially when they get all their players back healthy. Uh, let's get into the thing that I want to talk about next, and that's Vooch. Like, I've, I can't stress enough, especially halftime hangouts and post-game live streams, how many, pe- how many times people shit on Vooch. And again, this is not to say that Vooch is the perfect player. This is not to say he doesn't have his def- defensive woes or issues, and this is why I think getting a, a, a defensive player next to him is going to really eliminate a lot of or, may, or lessen a lot of the, the negatives he has. But I just want to go over some of Vooch's stats. And I did this on the live stream last night, so if you were on that, you may have already seen this. But this is just, first of all, Vooch, he is seventh in defensive rating amongst all centers. He's tied for sixth in scoring amongst all centers in the NBA this year. He's fourth in assist in all centers, and he's fifth. Uh, in rebounding amongst all centers. Again, when you have a player that ranks in the top 10 of almost every statistical area for his position, that's not for the people. And this, this again, I point this out for the people who say, oh, Vooch needs to get out of here. or Everything's on Vooch, Vooch's place. There's not a lot of pe- people that can replace what Vooch gives you, the totality of what Vooch gives you. Sure, if you look at just the one-on-one defense and his lapses there, you can point out people who would be better uh, fit for this team. But when you talk about the totality of everything, right, again, a, a person who at their at their position is top 10 in almost every statistical category that that's tracked. Right. Again, that's not a player that's easily replaceable. And that's a player that if you replace just for defense, you it may cause a bigger hole on the offensive end for this team. Now, again, Vooch is struggling right where nobody's denying that he's he started off the season struggling. He had an, a nice stretch where we got good Vooch there, and he went on that tear of double-doubles where he was just killing it on the boards and in scoring. We've seen him come back down to earth. Maybe what we're seeing, again, this is why roster construction and building a roster with purpose is important. Because, again, had Patrick Williams never went down, would a lot of these issues really be as evident? I don't think they would. They'll still be there, right, but not as evident. But with that being said, right, we're seeing a player that has his issues. Every no, there's not a perfect player in the NBA. No matter who you can pick, who quote unquote, if you want to replace Vooch with, you're going to be filling one hole, but possibly creating another one. The key thing is, is not getting rid of Vooch. And I know that that's a very mind. I don't at least in my comment section, it's not a lot of people calling for the Bulls to get rid of Vooch. It's more so, of course, calling out Vooch and so, and a lot more people just blaming him for the for the the Bulls issues as a whole. And it's not that. Again, yes, he has issues with one on one defense. Yes, 
He sometimes he has some issues with pick and roll defense, and he's not a shot blocker. Even though I think he's averaging up for this is the high, higher number of blocks in his career so far. But again, we know we know Vooch's issues. We know Vooch's um his faults as a player. But at the end of the day, you really have to again roster construction is is, is important. Nobody's the perfect player, and what we're seeing right now, I think, with the Bull struggles and some players' individual struggles, is that they're playing roles that they don't necessarily play, or they're not getting. Some of the looks the Vooch, uh, the Bulls do have some issues with I think they need to go to Vooch down low, but Vooch also needs to be more aggressive down low in, in some of the things he does. So, again, I just wanted to point that out just for the people who just are, quote unquote, quoting Vooch as being horrible when statistically the, the proof just isn't there for that. Now, again, yes, that, that doesn't say that what we see on the basketball court, he doesn't have some big lapses at times. But I just wanted to point that out for the sky is falling community when it comes to Vooch. Let's get into the last topic for today. The Bulls week ahead. So we have the Cavs on Wednesday, Bucks on Friday, Magic on Sunday. Um, good as no back-to-backs in that, right? We have a day between each game, which is good for rest, especially when you have players out with injury. But again, the rest of this week, th- this is not going to be an easy stretch for the Bulls. The Cavs, I think, are currently fourth in the East. We know how tough they play us. We know how their size really gets to us, and that's when we're fully healthy. Uh, the Bucks on Friday, that's enough said with the Bucks. Like, this, you just say that. And the Magic on Sunday, who the Magic have played us tough as well in game. So all that being said and all that uh, looking at, the Bulls are going to have to really look at themselves. They're going to have to get this defense in, in order. I want to see the activity on defense from this team over the course of the shirts and execution on offense. Yes, it's easier to, to guard DeMar. But that's when it's easier to guard DeMar um, and double team DeMar with Zach and Lonzo and stuff being out. We need to see this team knock down their shots. Um, we know that we're, we rank at the bottom of the league as far as three point attempts, even though our three point percentage is higher in the league. But with that being said, like we need to see the ball movement get back to there. And that's something that I think is on Billy Donovan as much as, you know, it, yes, uh, DeMar does make some bad passes when the double comes. He, sometimes he's late to uh, identify it and we get bad passes and turnovers. But as well, like Demar, I mean, uh, Billy Donovan needs to be drilling in these players' heads is that when you see DeMar, double-team, move. Call, cause the defense to move and rotate, and we're going to get an open shot if we do that and our passing is there. We need to see some of those things from the Bulls as well. This is going to be a key. Uh, listen, even with the team being out, the effort has to be there. I Like, win or lose at this point with the roster being out, it's how you win or lose. And we need to see that effort from the team. We need to see better effort from Vooch as well. DeMar, who's been having like a, a pretty down stretch as far as DeMar's standards and what he's been going on in this uh, so far this season, especially as far as the efficiency numbers. The free throws seem to be coming back. Those free throw woes are going, but we need to see more from this team overall. I understand the Bulls, frustra- Bulls fans' frustrations. I understand the the hurt that a lot of Bulls fans are feeling right now. But like I've said before, and again, this is not to excuse what we're going through. I just now we can we can clearly see a path of how this team gets better. And that's really just getting back healthy. Right. Whereas before this was the Bulls team that we had without a clear path of how we were going to improve. We had to use rely on hope at this point. Right. The the contributions we're getting from Io and Kobe factor Caruso back in when he comes back in. Zach Lonzo come back. Javante Green comes back. Derek Jones Jr. comes back. And you guys know. I want to see Tyler Cook over Tony Bradley. At this point, Tony Bradley, every time any Tony Bradley apologist on this uh, that, that watch this channel, I'm sorry, because we roast Tony Bradley here, and it's going to continue to happen because it just is always something with Tony Bradley. But at, th- at this point, we, see, we have a path of how this team can get better, be- better, and it's really just getting healthy again. As the health comes, we're going to see this team get back to the dogs that we were at the beginning of the season. I have full faith in that as it stands right now. If this team still loses when we get everyone back, all right, conversation will change for me, right? Then is but while we're dealing with what we're dealing with, the key thing that I want to see is effort 
And the times that we don't get that is really disappointing as a team that came in playing with a lot of heart, right? So it makes it, it makes it a little bit more disappointing. But Bulls fans, keep your head up, man. Stay blessed, right? Uh, stay focused. And, you know, keep keep. let's hope for health in this team. Let's not try to get too far down. This is not the worst that we've been through in the last few years as Bulls fans. So I get it. I understand it. But better times are coming, Bulls fans. I promise it. I promise it. But that's it for me to from today. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central. You can f- send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. If you want to leave a text or voicemail to be played on the show, it's 773-270-2799. That's it for me today. Like I liked in every episode on Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.